Welcome, everybody, to your favorite Wednesday night podcast, the Paranatural Cryptid Preservation Society. And tonight, we've got a good one for you. We've got a local favorite, a southern favorite, the Rougarou. The Rougarou share. We're bringing it to you live and in living fur, because that's what it is. Half man, half beast, half swamp creature. I don't know. It's a werewolf. I think it's a werewolf. Many other it's people say it's a werewolf. Beast. Or, yes, the Bayou Beast. That's another one for you. A lot of other people say it's Swamp Creature. But we're about to get swamp into it, thing. y'all. So, Swamp Thing. I'm, no, not really Swamp Thing. More like Swamp not Creature. Not so much. Not so much Swamp <laughs> Thing. Definitely Bayou Beast. Definitely. Sure. I've heard that one. Definitely a That's cryptid. Thing. Definitely a cryptid. So, we're about to get into it. So, grab your snacks, grab your favorite cuddle buddy. Get your blankets, make sure you got the salt, and let's get into it. Here we go. All right, so the Rougarou, as we have found out, is uh, from the 16th century and hails from France, y'all. And we all know our good southern Cajun folk from Louisiana back in the bayou have their own French Cajun that they like to speak. And I love it. I don't know if you've heard it personally yourselves but i have i've heard it almost on the daily down here where i live and it is amazing you have to experience it firsthand cajun french is amazing it's it's a language all on its own y'all so that's how we get rougarou from lougarou it's two different now lougarou is french is it lou or loop lou you can you don't pronounce the p so it's Lugaru. All right. So and you got and if you're gonna the P like is pterodactyl. silent. The, right, like pterodactyl. But that's the <laughs> that's the French version, all right? And then you got the Cajun French version, or just the Cajun version, and that's Rougarou. Go ahead and say it. I know you've been trying to say it all day. Go ahead and say it, girl. Go on the now. Rougarou? <laughs> The I just want you to say it one. More, <laughs> say it one more time for me, because I, I got it. <laughs> the Rougarou. <laughs> I didn't realize how different it sounds coming from the different like dialects. Because you've been up north way too long, way too long. I, am I saying it wrong? <laughs> I don't no, say it. You're like, you're like pronouncing like all the letters. You can't pronounce all the letters. You gotta you gotta drop off some of the letters. But it's the Rougarou, right? Rougarou. You gotta you gotta drop off some of the letters. Rougarou. <laughs> it's that southern mush mouth that it's that southern mush mouth that you're gonna put. <laughs> That's great. All right. Great. I love so, that. We've already got <laughs> What is this Rougarou? <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Okay, so you tell. Do t- <laughs> the Rougarou okay, Rougarou comes from France. It originated in France. It started with um, around the same time that they were doing the witch hunts. Okay. And the 
these things had kind of a a witch hunt type deal all of their own eyes from what I gather. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Like, I mean, but the reason people were trying to put these things down and kill them and, you know, burn them at the stake and everything else. Yeah. Well, it depends on which version of the Rougarou or the Lugarou we're, we're going with. If you go with the 16th century version of France, it was tied to a witch's curse. And that's how you could find the witch was now, through the curse was there was there anything that indicated like how it was done or is it just one of those like mystery things where oh it must just be a curse kind of thing like blame it on the witches it's got to be a curse like or is there like actual evidence of you know curses pertaining to this well no um Okay, the way they put it in France and back in the 16th century, everybody was on a witch hunt. You could have a freckle on the palm of your hand and you were a witch. Okay? Right. And so so if anybody in the village was acting weird, strange, a little off, kind of twitchy, hanging out in left field a little too long, there was something wrong with you. So they would come up with, oh, you know, it's not my fault. I'm a little weird. It's not my fault. I'm a little off. You know, Miss Susie, 93-year-old woman out there, you know her, the one that bakes the really good bread that's mysteriously, like, <laughs> free of weevils. That lady, yeah, she totally put this curse on me. And now yeah, I, I can turn into this this beast. Ooh, see, it's not my fault. <laughs> Okay, and that's how that I'm serious. This is how this this crap would go back then. They you didn't have to have a logical reason. There was no no logic to it. Okay, basically, and, if you were mentally ill, or if you had some kind of deformity, or anything that would make you different from the general populace, like you were considered crazy, and you know, a witch or a. Be- yeah yeah you were touched you were a little there was you were you know a little crazy. definitely not a good time to be alive now the the modern take on it um is the the creature is supposed to be seven to eight feet tall has horrible Mm -hmm. sharp teeth and glowing red eyes and is supposed to be kind of like a modern day werewolf, right? Kind of a yeah. humanoid form, tall, furry, muscular, superhuman strength, sharp teeth. You know, my what big eyes you have, what big ears you have, what big teeth you have. <laughs> Take my oh. basket and run, grandmama. You can, yeah. have, <laughs> you can have all the cookies. I don't want to. Please take all the <laughs> just toss the basket in the face and run take off running just go but yeah no okay so here's how that went so as the french started to migrate right and they settled in quebec and canada okay the whole lore started to to change you know how how it does you know how it goes the whole right. word of mouth well starts to keep in mind this was the- also this was all oral tradition too. So because of the oral tradition, not having the 
the skills that um, the Aboriginal people do where, you know, like, for instance, the Aborigines, when they carry oral traditions, they like memorize them down to the word and they carry them for right. thousands of years. Like right. what you hear today is what you heard 5,000 years ago. It's it's just the same because they're very, very particular about their their oral traditions. But mm-hmm. the French and the Europeans, I don't think they were really quite like that. So it was more just yeah. a scary folk tale to keep the kids out of the woods and, you know, keep you behaving and, you know, following the rules kind of thing. Yeah, that's essentially how it evolved. It became one of those, you know, stay out of the woods, you're going to get ate by the werewolf. Stay out of the woods, bad, nasty kids. You're going to get chomped on. The Lugaroo is going to get you. And then you're going to be turned into a werewolf. And you're going to be a badass kid for the rest of your life. That's how that's, that's how that, you know, turned around when they when they got to Quebec, right? Up there in Canada. In Canada, folks. See, and then they started see, coming were, down this way. <laughs> you make fun what? of me because of how I say Rougarou. It's Quebec. 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 I love it. Like here. You have your words. Give me another one of your words. Let me hear another one of your words. Give me another one. Pop. Soda pop. Nah. nah see, that's just a northern thing. That's fighting words right there. That's not, not pop. It's not, it's Coke. It's Coke or a Pepsi product. And we got, we already got comments. You already making people mad. <laughs> making folks angry. What in the Scooby Doo? Rougarou, Shaggy, Rougarou. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's another northerner, northerner right there. He also hails from the Michigan area. Okay, uh, that's that's what happens. Too many northerners in one area. <laughs> hey, it's the place to be. You should be up here too. Just say it. I'll visit. That's about as much as you're going to get out of me with that one. In French, in my French class in high school, we uh, pronounce Quebec as Quebec. See? Everybody pronounces it differently. Oh, God. I'm just making Norfolk mad. Well, careful about that whole northern insult. You know, uh, Uh, you won uh, that war. Should we go into um, who has the highest rate of incest in the United States on the top 10? Because they're all northern states, Dylan. But we won't go there because we're talking about the Rougarou. Let's stay on topic, shall we? So let's go. (laughs) Medieval. Let's go back to what we were talking about. Okay. So they go. Medieval Fritz, that's right. (laughs) The witches put a curse on you, and now what? You shapeshift into this hairy monstrosity for how long? Like, how long? Is it a lifetime thing? Is it a generational thing? How does that work? No. Uh, Okay. So, in one telling, in one telling, there it's forever. Okay. In another telling, you have a year and a day. A year and one day. Hmm. As long as you don't tell somebody who gave you the curse. Okay? And that part of that one also survived huh. down in the Rougarou of our 
Cajun brothers and sisters and in betweenies, friendsies, okay, down in New Orleans and Louisiana and the bayous and the backwoods, that part also survived depending on the area of Louisiana that you are speaking to. Now, if you are bit by a Rougarou and they transfer the curse to you, if you do not tell them who drew your blood for a year and a day, you will not turn into a Rougarou. But the moment that you tell them, I was bit by a Rougarou, and this is the person who did it, that's the Rougarou right there. Now the, now you get to turn into a Rougarou. And supposedly, it lasts for seven years. Yikes. If you do it that way. Yeah. Now, if you were to do it with the curse of the witch, it would last for 101 days. Oh, interesting. Okay. Now, there's so many different retellings depending on the area, okay? So, on, let's say, on one telling of the Rougarou, it lives in the swampy areas. It eats fleshy things and preys on things like chickens and dogs and and uh, frogs and alligators and all of that stuff, right? And on other tellings of the Rougarou, they hunt down, and they, I'm not lying, okay? I'm, I'm not exaggerating, not even a little bit. They hunt down and punish Catholics who haven't observed Lent for seven years. So if you don't follow the rules for... You know, seven years worth of Lent, um, then they come get you. Like that doesn't—that's scary. Yeah, they hunch down. I don't. Don't so tell it's me almost, how I, 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 they know because I don't know how they know. So it's they just know. Kind of like the Catholicism thing version of "Don't go into the woods." Like follow the rules. You know, follow Lent, and the Rougarou won't get you. Pretty much. And don't be a badass kid. Listen to your mom and daddy. Don't go play in the woods. Do what, do what you told them. And you'll be now, fine. Now, you I, I was, in my research, I found that there is actually not only the Rougarou, but there is also different versions of it from a cow, a pig, uh, mm -hmm. a chicken, an owl. Yep. Like, that's crazy talk. <laughs> <laughs> it is like it's insane. Like there's there's actually stories of you know a hunter who shot a an owl with a bow and arrow, and then the next day um, he went back to the area where he shot the owl, and there was a person laying there, you know, gone and shot mm -hmm. with the arrow that the guy shot from the owl. So. I guess and I know. that one particular was called the, I'm going to butcher this, Hibugaroo. Hibugaroo? I have never, have never heard of the Hibugaroo. I have never heard of that version. Is the owl version, or also known as the were owl. The were owl. Uh -huh. Is that also part of. Cajun lore? I don't know if it's Cajun. Well, actually, you know what? Yeah. 
according to Daryl Holmes, uh, a Nichols State University assistant professor, uh, he said there are other Louisiana tales talk about other were creatures like were cows, were chickens, uh, even a were crane. So a were crane. Uh huh. So I guess that's insane. It, just depending on where you are. <laughs> see where. <laughs> anyway, where you are. <laughs> You're Sorry. so funny. Look how adorably funny you are. I love it. Uh, I love it. But yeah, Bernard. <laughs> that's cute. Yeah. So depending on where where the story hails from, you get different versions, which I guess goes back to the different, you know, that oral tradition of, you know, it changing depending on location, time period, and so on. I mean, there's even uh, ones like from leopards, panthers, and bears. Oh, my. So, oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> so, these things... <laughs> <laughs> Where are my my slippers? <laughs> oh, hey! <laughs> oh, it's probably Dylan. Would the whole telling of- people you turn into it thing count if you wrote it down? I mean, potential loophole yeah. there. It's not. There's no loopholes. It it absolutely counts. It absolutely counts. And here's here's the funny thing about that. Um, what about Morse code? It, even in Morse code, any kind of communication, <laughs> we're trying to tell them that there is this human being that can turn into a werewolf or a rougarou and it bit you or drew blood. Even And here's the funny thing. It doesn't even have to bite you. It doesn't have no noms. It doesn't have to nom on you. It only has to draw like two or three drops of blood from you. Okay. And if, if it does a little blood letting, like just a little pinch, just a little droppy drop, you're that's it. You're done for it. You got the curse. That's it. Here's another, and here's another thing. Here's a frightening thing for you. It does sound a little viral, but here's another thing for you. You know how they talk about how the Rougarou has red glowing eyes, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Cajuns will tell you, do not look them in the eyeball. Don't look them in the red glowing gaze because you can also catch it that way. You can also become a Rougarou by looking deep in their red eyeballs. So you don't want to do that either. So you want to avert your gaze. Like I don't know. I don't know anybody else who's going to want to stare down the Rougarou. <laughs> I look longingly in their eyes, <laughs> right? Like I'm That's not going to be like. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, hey, how you doing? I'm not going to be like, hmm, what big pretty eyes you have? Uh, no, <laughs> not going to be me. I will not be doing that. Mm-mm. I wouldn't do it. I know some other crazy mofos who are listening to us right now who might, <laughs> but mm. it wouldn't be me. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not so staying long enough to look into its eyes. Right. So don't look it in the eye. Avert your gaze. Don't get, close your eyes. Don't get scratched. What? Don't get scratched. Don't get scratched. Don't, don't get- let it draw blood. And if it does, if it does bite you, don't tell anybody who bit you. Like, could you imagine knowing 
that your neighbor, your grandpappy, your mama, grand auntie, your cousin, your pastor, you know, the cashier at Dollar General is a rougarou. And you're just trying to live your life and they're just like, they bit you and now you can't do nothing about it. And you got a smile in their face every Sunday. Shake hands okay, with so, them. So here's the Mm-mm. question. So let's say they scratched your arm or, I don't know, chomped on your neck or whatever the case may be. Right. Now, how do, you, how do you go about explaining that with, without telling anybody what actually happened? Because that, you know, you've got a big bite mark on your neck. What happened? Uh, I slipped. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I adult activities went too far. <laughs> <laughs> I fell off I the mean, steps and the concrete bit me. <laughs> I mean, I, I could come like up with <laughs> I could come up with a few, but they wouldn't be PG. I'll tell you that. <laughs> It wouldn't be PG, so I would have to come up with some outlandish stuff. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I was working at this. I volunteered at the zoo one day, and it was it was a, a a rabbit marmite that came after me. It was a capybara. Those things are vicious. They're really not. Actually, the capybaras are wonderful, They're loving adorable. creatures. They're so. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I love capybaras. I want one so bad, but I can't have one. Largest, Anyways, moving on. Largest rodent in the world. I know, and they're so great. They're like the <laughs> the moms. They're the embodiment of Mother Earth. They just mom everyone. Everyone. It doesn't matter. Alligators, crocodiles. They're just like, hello. Hello, baby. <laughs> Let me just. Mm, have you eaten today? Are you hydrated? I freaking love capybaras. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Got a little sidetracked. Let me drink my Red Bull for a second. We got Let's comments here. Stuff. Let's go ahead and listen to those. <laughs> All right. I've also heard that the Rougarous, the werewolves types, were cursed uh, men who had done something like rape women or hurt a child. Oh, interesting. Okay. So that now, is true. Is it just because of the act? Because okay. So the with the Wendy boy, it was the act of eating another person that would cause it to cause the person doing the eating to transform into the Wendy boy. So is it along those lines where the act is what causes the curse or is it something like, oh, somebody found out that you did this and now you're cursed because they cursed you? I don't know. Normally it had to do with a witch. Hmm. Yeah. And that was in so, one version that I read. Like um, uh, a person committed a, a horrible act. And they were cursed to be a, a Lugaru. And and don't... Okay, they're similar to werewolves, all right? And we keep referring to them as werewolves. But they're, they're not exactly like werewolves. Because they, they only have, like, the top half. And what I mean by the top half is just kind of like... 
their pectorals up is kind of is werewolf. You know, it's wolf, wolf head, shoulders, arms is wolf like claws and everything like that. But everything else is like humanoid. Okay. The, and they're like, they're larger than werewolves. They're stronger than werewolves. And another thing about them is, is that they don't have to have a full moon to wolf out, you know, to go all Ruru Hulk. Like they just, anytime, just bloop. Interesting. Nighttime. So they're not really you know, to the restrictions of like moon phases and stuff like that. Nope. They can do it whenever. It, I mean, it's most, it's at nighttime, but they don't have to wait for a full moon or anything of that nature to hulk out, go all furry. Another, another, another difference between this and werewolves is like the whole lycanthropy thing where um, with lycanthropy, it's supposed to be like a virus. It's supposed to spread um, almost like, you know, like if you were to get bit and then the virus spread to you or you know same thing with kind of with uh vampires and stuff too so those are kind of different than this this is more of a uh superstition supernatural type thing where it's not necessarily virus related right it's a curse and you okay. have to pass it on to somebody or it has to be given to you by something that you like it's just they're depending on the version, like I said, depending on the version that you're hearing. But the the biggest belief is that it's a supernatural being that just kind of lives in that Rougarou form out in the swamps hmm. and just so is general terror to people, just generalized terror. So they don't necessarily switch back and forth. It's just once they switch their Arugaru for like from then on until it's gone or like, can they shape shift back into like a normal person and go back to work the next day? Yeah, they can shape. They go right back to their human form. Now this is going off of the, the French version of the Lugaru into the Cajun version of the Rougarou. Um, if you follow that trail from the 16th century to present day and the way that it's been modernized, I'll say, and depending on the area of Louisiana that you're in and who you're speaking to, um, you will have it as this is just a, a cryptid that preys on farm animals and children and if you're out at night you better have a f fire a way to decapitate them or somewhere that you can get quickly indoors and another way that you can um of like keep them occupied until they can shift back and this is like for the shifting version, when they can go from Rougarou to person, uh, 13 objects. Because apparently while they're in their Rougarou form, in their furry nature, they can't count past 12. 
So they're, they get, they get frustrated and confused and they start over again and they start counting until they hit 12 and then they get to that last one and they're like, Oh my God, what is that? What am I supposed to do with this last one? And then they start over again. And apparently it keeps them busy until the sun rises and they shift back into their human form and then they, they kind of toddle off. You know, that, that one sounds- to me just. That sounds oddly similar to um, another one that we talked about. I cannot remember which cryptid or which which one we were talking about, but it was like you put a broom outside and they have to like count all the bristles. Which one was that? That one we haven't spoken about yet. That one, that one, I I, I want to say Sacred Light brought that up. Uh, I can't remember. Hopefully she can enlighten us. But um, yeah, it was kind of along the same lines where you, you leave a broom outside and then they're just like, ooh, there's bristles. I have to count them. And then they spend all night counting them. And then by the time they're done counting the bristles on the broom, it's daylight. And they're like, well, crap, I missed my chance. Something yes, along that and- line. That one is something that we're going to be talking about in a future podcast. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> Look at you getting ahead of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know. No, but you are, you, you are correct. Um, it is the boo hag. The oh. boo hag is one that we were going to speak about in another podcast. <laughs> just, I mean, we might as well see. She just. What's the candle? Miss Laney is the boo hag of the goop people who are. And let me tell you, that podcast, you don't want to miss that one because it is going to have so much culture and heritage. I went down a rabbit hole with the boo hag that I was just like, oh, it's just another Southern cryptid that has become a part of Southern culture. Mm-mm, ladies and gentlemen, no, you will be pleasantly surprised on that podcast. But yes, it is the boo hag. You leave the broom ah. outside and they have to count. They get stuck counting all of the uh, bristles on the broom. And that's I wonder what, keeps what them it is that causes the causes supernatural creatures to want to stop what they're doing and count. Supernatural OCD. It does not discriminate. They're <laughs> 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 like one, two, three. Ah, dang it! One, two, three. <laughs> Just saying, supernatural OCD. It does not discriminate people. It does not discriminate. Everybody has something. And apparently we have found the cryptids that have the OCD. (laughs) They got to count. They got to make sure all the bristles are there. (laughs) Right. There's even in... We've got got a lot of... Piling up. (laughs) Before I even get started... OCD. I can't get a cut. <clears throat> I can't look in its eyes. I'm just, I'm just staying out of the bayou. Screw that. <laughs> There's a lot of interesting cryptids in the the bayou in New Orleans and Louisiana. There's, oh god, oh hold on, let me look it up while we listen to the rest of them because I've, I've got them on the tip of my tongue and I can't remember them correctly. Hold on, go ahead, girl, go ahead, listen to them. All right. By the way, Dylan, I'm with you. I'll stay out of the bayou. You and me, we'll just stay up north. How about that? It's safe and sound. 
It was uh, during the episode about the fair folk and the little, the brownies, basically, and the hobbits. Ah, yes. There we go. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Probably OCD affects us all. It's a real MFR. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Those type of creatures can also be distracted with grains of sand scattered on your front door or crystals or any objects that would get their attention. Ooh, shiny things. Yes. All right. Well, that's cool. Uh, Sooth, are you there? I'm looking... Now, see, you don't understand because now I'm all like, hold on, I gotta hold on a second, hold on a second. Now I know there, there's a, um, it's a swamp thing that's out there. We we talked about it, and now it's got. um, I will cover the first uh, official case of the Lugaru. Well, do it up, girl. Do it up while I look this up. All right. So the story goes that in the 1570s, uh, Gillis Garnier, uh, he apparently did some really bad stuff and hurt some kids. And when the uh, people who were wondering where their children went uh, finally found him, over their bodies uh they basically captured him and he told them that he was given a tincture by a demon and the this tincture allowed him to transform into a war or a wolf uh or werewolf loop guru however you want to say it but this was supposed to be the first reported case. Oh, my bad. Lou Guru. <laughs> the pee throws me off. Silence. There's no T to buffer. You can't say pterodactyl. <laughs> See? It's not a pterodactyl. It's not a loop guru either. <laughs> Oh my god. So yeah. Tincture, right. Keep going. Okay, so he turned into a Luguru from the from the, the, the tincture. Right. Turned into a Luguru and basically they killed him anyway because uh he had consorted with evil and he not only did that, he hurt the children. So yes, he he uh, got burned at the stake in 1573 on January 18th. So, what have As we learned? As he should from- have. What don't have we learned? Tinctures, don't take tinctures <laughs> from demons. Just say it. Oh, I, I took from that, don't hurt children, but I mean. <laughs> well, if he hadn't taken the tincture, he wouldn't have turned into the Lugaru, and he wouldn't have hurt the children. Cause and effect. <laughs> How about D all of the above? Don't don't be a crappy human being. Whedon's Law. Don't be Right. <laughs> don't be a crappy human being and everybody will be fine. So I found what I was looking for. Oh nice. And um uh 
it's the grunch. The grunch? The grunch. Not to be, not to be confused with the Grinch? Right. It's called the grunch. It's the grunch. And it looks like a bat with spines. And Ooh. it kind of looks like a bat creature with a lizard. And it's just all weird looking. I, I'm going to post it in our Discord so that you guys can see it. Is that another bayou creature or is that? It's another, it's another bayou creature. I'm telling you, Louisiana is chock full of these guys. And then okay. there's, Hold up. Hold um, up. there's a, there's the, like the, I can't even pronounce this correctly. So I apologize in advance. It's a manchick swamp curse. Hmm. I don't even know what that is. I'm going to have to look at that. And then there's the Honey Island Swamp Monster. Now, that and that one kind of looks that one kind of looks like a green version of Bigfoot. All right. With glowing well, red eyes. I you have basically proven to me that up here in the north, we are much better off. Because, sure, we've got three big yeah. baddies. We've got the sure, Windy Boy. Yeah. We've got the Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. And shh, yeah. shh, shh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mothman. Well, the well, Windigo. No. Well, no. I mean, Skinwalkers. Windy Boy. <laughs> and Bigfoot. And the cynocephali. The cynocephali. But, but we have like 17 different kinds of swamp creatures. I mean, come on. <laughs> Look, swamp creatures I could contend with, all right? That's all right. You just, I, as I would say previously, I will punch the initiative. If I can punch it, then I'm all right. But... <laughs> Look, up there, you guys got those things that come out of Game of Thrones. All right. I'm I'm gonna need me a Stark. Okay? An Arya Stark. Some somebody I can't even use a dragon. Because the dragons got taken down. Like Oh, no dragon glass. I don't even have I don't even have that. I ain't even got that. Like, I am no man. That don't even work. You know, from Lord of the Rings, where it's like, mm-hmm. no man can kill me. I am no man. Bleh. Can't even do that. Can't even <laughs> Can't even do that. Like, I can't even kill him because I'm a woman. You don't even get that. I don't even get that advantage. Not with that. Not with skinwalkers and wendigos and mothmans and melon-headed children. Well. You got your own version of the Loch Ness listen. Monster. Hey, okay. That that thing is a national treasure. Okay, <laughs> that's a treasure. Okay. okay, what's that? Uh, what's that other one? That um, it's another. It's another cryptid. It's the, a flying cryptid. Oh. Uh, no, it's a flying cryptid. That's I, I believe it's in Pennsylvania area, in the woods, flies. Yeah. Eats, oh, you're talking about the, the the snally snally gaster? Yeah, yeah, the snally gaster. Okay, so I don't want to hear it from Jill. Okay, hey, I don't want to hear nothing from Jill not about my that. Uh, it's it's in the general vicinity. Yeah, Mishupishu, which mm-hmm. is that is our Loch Ness of Lake Superior. Yes, please continue to tell me how much better it is up there. I want to hear it. 
<laughs> what <laughs> what island isn't there an island up there that also has like a fey portal it's a giant house with dancing dolls around it uh, I don't we haven't even discussed here. that one. We haven't discussed that one on yeah. the podcast yet. We were going to discuss we that on the Paranormal Umbrella. We do a, have a, a Stonehenge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Another portal. We also, we also have four comments that we need to listen to. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Sorry, I was going on a rant here. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a possum, not an opossum. Oh, see, yeah, there you go. See, the O is silent. We're oh, we're getting into north versus south cryptid style here. <laughs> I think it's fascinating. Honestly, I can crack all the jokes I want to crack about it, but I love it. I love the difference. Oh, it's, it's what makes us awesome. So. Every state has a cryptid, guaranteed. Oh, every state has a cryptid, a different way to pronounce things, and I think it's awesome. Honestly, I think that's what makes everybody great is the way that we all have a different dialect and a different way of pronouncing things and a different way of doing things. And it's just and then we all kind of clash together at, a, at the barbecue, you know, mm-hmm. I think it's cool. Exactly. I think it's awesome. Anyway, go ahead. What do we got next? All right. Up north, we got the winter to keep us safe from those terrifying things. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dylan, Dylan spoke too we- soon. <laughs> what lurks in the winter? Hmm. Hmm. Well, you also have uh, the Jersey Devil, you know, and other couple things in the App- Appalachians. That. That's yeah. what I was talking about. The Jersey Devil. That thing. That but thing. I'm not. We don't live over there. Tina's over that direction. Don't give that girl no more complexes. She don't need no more reasons to go to therapy. We don't need to give her no more reasons to go. No more. She won't even leave her house at this point. I am I am surprised that she even goes to the grocery store anymore, all right? And it's storming where she's at right now. The uh-uh, the atmosphere. So it's all safe, set up Tina. like <laughs> we got her all set up like the 90s are you afraid of the dark right now it's, <laughs> that poor child <laughs> the north remembers <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly I'm telling you <laughs> I need a start <laughs> I ain't gonna make Since it it's been going on how different people pronounce words is it pecan or pecan yeah I'm doing that which one is it Tina. I say pecan. It's pecan. Pecan. It's pecan. Tomato, tomato. Like pecan. Potato, like pecan. It's sweet potatoes. Oh, potato. <laughs> potato stew. <laughs> you ain't got no potatoes. <laughs> All right, Samwise. <laughs> <laughs> Apple, what is over here with me? What the no? I I, I need a Nutella to elaborate on what the hell did she just say? That's over a there, Jersey with Devil. Me. What are you I talking see. about with that? Ex- elaborate. I need elaboration right now. It, oh, it's the Jersey Devil girl, and that's a it's whole a, another podcast. <laughs> it really is. It's a winged oh. creature. That's all you need to know. <laughs> And that story is fascinating on its own. Oh. And it starts with a, a curse, too, in the middle of the woods in a lonely cabin. We will it's, definitely it's, be covering that one. 
we will definitely be covering the Jersey Devil because I love the story of the Jersey Devil because it takes all sorts of twists and turns. Like, whoo, you thought it was going to go one way. And then all of a sudden, bam, you're getting hit in the back of the head with what? No. Really? Right. It's, it's like crazy. Out, out west, they've got cattle mutilations and everything. Mm-hmm. Out there, mm-hmm. they have cattle in the uh, power lines. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, whole ass people. So mm-hmm. <laughs> with with holes she in go- their chest. Yeah. She gonna say some damn be safe, Tina. No, no. <laughs> I no. Mm-mm. No, no be safe, Tina. I need elaboration on that. What is he he just say that is over there with me? <laughs> And why is Jesse in the Discord telling me good luck with the Jersey Devil? I, you know what? <laughs> Y'all really don't think I'm gonna go to Pluto. Y'all think I'm joking? <laughs> Y'all think I'm joking? Okay. Uh, we better start. Right, go ahead and pack up her lifetime supply of nuggies. Mm-hmm. We might as well get her a lifetime supply of nuggies. I'm just gonna start getting her like McDonald's gift cards at this point so that she can start stocking up or maybe a <laughs> Sam's Club card. I don't know because she's gonna need it. There's hey, you can't Uber. escape it. Do you deliver <laughs> to Uber Eats? Do you deliver to Pluto? Well it's out of your range. It's totally out of your range. Oh oh we're, we're totally off topic here. We're totally off topic here, but that speaking of cattle mutilations, that is another way that you can tell that the Ruguru has sh- struck. It drains them completely of their blood. Oh, yikes. Yeah, like completely of their, there's so, not a drop left anywhere, not even around the, not around the carcass, not in the carcass. It doesn't, I mean, it's not a messy eater. It's so not. would you say it prefers animals or humans? Or do, actually, here's a question for you. Does it have intelligence? I would say that it's sentient. I would say that it has intelligence for sure because it can discern between creatures and humans and it knows how to get inside a house. I mean, I'd say but it's it only knows how to count creature. to 12. 12. So there's that. Everybody's got flaws. <laughs> I wasn't saying it was perfect, you know. I mean, it still retains some of its animalistic behavior. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no. just saying. <laughs> I mean, you were hashtag the rake last week. Okay, I don't want to hear it. From you. <laughs> you and Jesse. Hey, I feel for for that guy. Like, I don't. The- Gets a bad rap. Sure, it's got long, spindly, sharp talons and, you know, as creepy as I'll get out. But I, I think he's he's just a normal creature trying to get by. He's malnutrition. He's got, you know, he he's skinny. He needs mm, to mm. eat. Not, mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. Speaking of being skinny and malnutrition, that's another way that you can tell somebody is infected with the curse of the Ruguru. When they are in their human form, they are gaunt and pale and gray and sickly. And they, I mean, they, they look, they look sick, like sunken in cheeks and hollow eyes and 
you know, the whole nine so yards. What? So basically, a zombie. Sort of, well, I mean, you know, it's like if somebody had like the, yeah, it's like somebody had like the walk in pneumonia or something and decided to go to work. You know, they got the sweats. They look sick. In this day and age. It would not. But I mean, I'm just saying, if somebody was really ill and they decided, you know, I'm just gonna be a trooper and I'm gonna push through it. You know, I'm just gonna keep going. And and they do, and you know you you see how people get really sick, and they won't like take care of themselves and lay down. You know, take your yeah. medicine, your Robitussin. You know, take your Tylenol, switch between Tylenol and Motrin every four hours. Come on now, <laughs> they ain't doing it. They ain't listening to the doctor. They ain't staying home. They ain't doing what they need to do. So they look they look sick. They don't now, look okay. Oddly, oddly enough. Um, the French that went to Quebec, they influenced uh, the native cultures in that area. And the Rougarou is almost uh, kind of known along the same lines as the, the Wendigo. The like, Wendigo, yes. They they like connect the the two together, like as in it's all one creature. They did, they did. The French did with the um, the First Nation people, um, and the the First Nation tribes up there as they were migrating. I guess because you were talking about like they're in Canada, so they were migrating further south towards you know the border, but right with with. Them, the Wendigo is, as we've discussed in one of our earlier podcasts, is a flesh eater. Right. It's gluttonous. And that's all it eats is human flesh. As opposed to the Rougarou, it doesn't. It doesn't discriminate. It goes for anything. It's an omnivore (laughs) in the meat Department, okay. By it doesn't discriminate. <laughs> <laughs> it shops in the frozen food section. It it does. I mean, in, it, in um, the, uh, may it, the may it be beef, part. right? It may it be beef, or may it be you know, Mister Ed from Yikes, the talking the horse, food store, you know, whatever. And, or the talking horse, <laughs> 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 or the talking horse. I mean, you know. It doesn't discriminate. It eats what it eats. Doesn't eat vegetables, we, but you know. We're getting a lot of comments. Let's listen to these. Oh my goodness! Isn't the Jersey Devil kind of locked away in some big box thing in the woods in Jersey, or am I thinking of something else? There's a theory on that that yeah. there there's a building that has no windows and no doors, and it's in the middle of the forest. I seen it. And <laughs> you think to put your own eyes. Well, I see pictures. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I guess it's the same thing. <laughs> hey, close enough. It's as close as I'll ever get to that building. All right, let's listen to these other ones. A winged creature. Ow. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all keep coming up with different cryptids that's over here with me. <laughs> Y'all keep yeah. giving me different ones, and y'all must really don't think I'm going to put up. 
I will leave y'all <laughs> here by yourselves. <laughs> y'all losing y'all free ticket to Pluto with me. Y'all losing it. Hey. <laughs> y'all think I will. Oh, y'all got me messed up with someone else. I will leave. <laughs> she's done. I don't think she could do much more of these podcasts, girl. I'm just saying. She's she's going to have to be on medication at some point. For We're going to have medical bills. <laughs> For poor Tina. That sounds very, very familiar to the issues that people were having on Skinwalker Ranch, saying that the cattle and everything was being drained of their blood yep. completely. Yep. Mm-hmm. Could they be similar yep. or could it be something completely different? Hmm. Hmm. Well, Noodle those are skinwalkers so i mean they are technically shapeshifters it's along the same lines um mm-hmm. i'm i'm assuming there's differences in like like cultural references but as we have found between a lot of cryptids you know you've got like the cynocephali which is started in northern india and then became the dogman of North America. Um, I mean, they names and all that stuff change depending on location and who you talk to. So it's possible that, you know, they could be related, but I don't know. Evolving, adapting, right? Right. adapting to their surroundings. Maybe, maybe like, they're just like cousins, like different versions of themselves, you know, or like the way they've evolved to their environment. Like skinwalkers, you hear a lot of skinwalkers are around like the desert areas. And I just don't want them all inviting me to their family barbecue, their family get together. I'll pass on that one. <laughs> you know, I now I got to do it. I'm sure those guys can get down, but I don't want to be there when they do. Or in other cases, get up. Mm-hmm. It's not, I don't know. Could you imagine seeing one of those things like crawling the walls? Just nope. crawling the walls, just, just bloop, 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 right into the ceiling. And you're just trying to not eat a- your cheeseburger. What you think is a cheeseburger? Because you don't know who barbecued that day. <laughs> now I made you think about it, didn't I? <laughs> Because <laughs> now you don't know if it is it a cheeseburger. We may never know. There's we a reason know. I don't eat. I don't really eat red meat anymore. I'm good with that. <laughs> I'll stick with my turkey burgers. <laughs> is it turkey though? We well, won't better know. Be. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> Who brought the meat to the barbecue today? Was it the Skinwalker? Was it the Wendigo? Was it the Rugaru? We as long as I'm not the one being hot and I'm not participating at the barbecue, I'm <laughs> That's a t-shirt <laughs> idea. Could you imagine them all dressed like, could you imagine them all dressed like dads standing around a barbecue flipping a burger? Who wants a drumstick? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh, my brain. I love my brain. It's such a great brain. I love my gray matter. It takes me places. <laughs> It's fantastic. This is why I can't really get scared of a lot of things because my brain just goes to these areas. And now I'm just imagining like Bigfoot with one of the dad hats on, you know, wearing, you know, some 
New Balances on his big feet, <laughs> flipping a burger, holding a Miller Light in his hand. I can't now. I'm not afraid of it anymore. Now it's not Bigfoot. Now it's like, are the cheeseburgers ready? Hold up. Wait, who brought the meat this time? You know, like, <laughs> that's where my brain goes. I can't, I can't help it. It's just the way, the way I function. Anyway, well, so yeah. I- all right. What? More comments. More comments. More com- oh, yeah. More comments. Good morning to you both. Hope you're both okay. Uh, it's morning. Yes, for me, thank you. Should I say? It's 10 to 3 in the morning. I should probably go to bed. Oh, well, soon. good morning to you. Um, the whole concept around rakes and rougarous, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, you are. I mean, whether it's based on myth or fact. And evidence. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree that it's safe to assume that these creatures, for want of a better word, have died out long ago or are slowly dying out, and there's very few of them left in the world. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, you have to try and put yourself in the position of what if you were the only one of your kind left? How would Ooh, you deep. react? Oh, yeah. To the populace. That surrounds you, you know. Perception. That's a good point. Oh, and they went deep. They went deep with that one. We actually discussed the, that with the rake. Yeah, coming into more uh, populated areas, like backyards and stuff like that. So, Great. yeah, as as like natural, you know, forests and wildlife kind of get depleted and. T- cut down and turn into apartments and houses and everything else they got they don't have anywhere to go so guess where they are now in the city coming to a window near you (laughs) right (laughs) yikes that's a reference from last week coming to a window near you no you're no you're right you hit on a good point there because they're they're learning to i believe that the the few that are probably still around are learning to adapt and like the bigfoot for instance that's the biggest one right so everybody is doing the bigfoot sightings it's the one that we see the most in mainstream media is bigfoot huntings and bigfoot sightings and um we were actually just discussing this with uh jesse one of our listeners and our uh social media management team um that there were shows like whole series made about uh sasquatch and bigfoot and how they're kind of where they migrated more into the mountains and we discussed that with them sharing the cave systems in um the Appalachian Mountains with the rake and using those systems to travel between states safely you know right. i mean it's using theory. the underground right it's a theory but i mean we we i think it's a pretty that. sound one i do too I do too. I think is. I mean, it's there. Why not use it? They. I mean, they've been a lot around longer than we have. I'm assuming. Sure. So. And I'm assuming they live longer than we do. So, you know, it's entirely possible that they can learn the underground networks, travel where they need to go, and be stay out of sight. Right. 
got deep with that one, man. I know. <laughs> baking, baking my noodle here. I'm sitting here making jokes and stuff, and we're <laughs> we're talking about things that are going extinct, people. That's kind of crazy. Putting it in perspective. Save the the cryptids. (laughs) Hashtag save the cryptids. That's another good one. What do we we got next? Here we go. So our our boy here, the Ruguru, is just a maltrition, malnourished, excuse me, uh, Wendigo Chupacabra, you know, suckling out the blood till there's nothing left and just not wanting to like rumors. Yeah, that's another great He's teaching people etiquette. Teaching people etiquette. <laughs> don't talk about. It's like Fight Club. You don't talk. <laughs> you don't talk about Fight Club. Number one rule: you don't fight. You don't talk about Fight Club. No, that's another great comparison, Dylan. Um, they they actually do compare the Rougarou and the uh, Chupacabra. Um, although the Chupacabra is smaller in size, and. Um, well, I that guess depending on who you talk to. Region, right? Uh, Mexico Actually, and Texas? Yeah, the southern or more southwest states. Arizona, yeah. Texas. Yeah. The more deserty more, places. Mm-hmm. More canine, uh, less wear, um, but in hairless in some regions. Right. Uh, and it's vampiric. Um well, they say it's vampiric, but it, it, it also goes for internal organs, not so much the meaty bits, just the inside meaty bits. So, and it, huh. and it goes for the blood too. So that's another version of that. They're a cousin. Um, they're all connected. I think it's so crazy how it's all connected. These cultures that were separated from each other for so long um, and then all coming together in this wonderful melting pot. You know, Cryptid and we're all effect. learning. Yeah, this cryptid melting pot <laughs> all coming together. And we're all learning that all of these great things, you know, that is like, hey, this is that similar to my thing. Really? Because I have the same thing, but it does this. It's really cool how, you know, all of these cultures have these different cryptids, but they all have similarities and um, they all have morals. Like, it's like the moral of the story is this is if you don't do this, this is what you're going to turn into. And a lot of the morals that these cryptids origins are based off of are are really uh, similar, if not exactly the same. So, um, though, I would have to say that the Ruguru is the first one that I've come across that has to deal with directly with Catholicism. Like right. directly with Catholicism. That's that was a first for me. I mean, aside from um, the sign of syphilis that was sainted, but right, um, yeah, but he wasn't directly connected. Like he didn't directly he he didn't spawn from Catholicism. So that would, sure. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, he was more. Um, what is the term? Canonized. Yeah, he was canonized. Sainthood. As yeah, as a sign of syphilis and. You know, the there were church members that didn't agree with it and then tried to cover it all up and be like, no, 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 no. He's human. He's human. And then, like, changed some of the paintings and tried to make him more human and say, oh, well, you know, Catholicism, Christianity saved him from that. Right. Uh, if always being always covering it up. A different something to be ashamed of you know mm-hmm. always covering it up what do we got next 
I digress. Mrs. Glass. <laughs> oh, yay. Oh, my gosh. Are you guys doing the Ruguru? You're doing the Ruguru. We're doing the Ruguru. Hi. Hi. I have been waiting for this moment, like, forever, because no one ever does Ruguru, like, ever. And I, I live in Louisiana, so uh, I don't know how much I've missed, but hi, guys. Hi. I'm here. We're doing great, girl. How are you? Talk Ruguru. Yes, that's what we've been talking about. We talked about the Ruguru this whole time and about its origins from France and 16th century France and the witch hunts. It was great. Um, you'll have to go back and give the, the rest a listen, but that's what we've been talking about for this hour is, uh, is the Ruguru and its origins and um, how it's more a half and half instead of more of a werewolf, it's more man-wolf. Wolf man. Wolf man. Wolf man. It's more wolf, wolf man. man. There you go. Instead of werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Let's knock out these, these next few, and then our time is running out. It is. Let's it's been a great here. talk, though. It has. I've enjoyed it. All right. Let's listen to these. Instead of Dream Daddy dating simulator, it's the Dream Cryptid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or better yet, Bigfoot standing around wearing hey dudes. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I could see Bigfoot wearing hey dudes because they're really super comfortable and they mold to your feet. So and he's got some big feet. I mean Bigfoot, you know. It makes sense. It makes sense. It does. Now I got the cryptid barbecue in my head again. It's gonna take me forever to get that out of my head. <laughs> cryptid barbecue. I'm telling you. T-shirts. It really would. I'm gonna have to get on that, and I'm gonna have to make a cryptid barbecue T-shirt because that's gonna be amazing. That'd be incredible. It really would. It'd be cryptid daddies. We should do that. Cryptid daddies barbecue. Hashtag yes. cryptid daddies. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Love that. Okay. Well, thank you everybody for joining us tonight. We had a great time talking about the Rougarou or the Lugarou depending on where you're from and how you're going to pronounce it. And do what? The What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you there. We'll get you there. <laughs> we'll get you there, girl. We'll get you there. Right. We're just going to, we're going to have to, we're going to have to start teaching you how to say it in, in Southern speak mm. that's how we're gonna have to do it mm -hmm. <laughs> we'll get you there it'll happen it'll happen oh we got another comment what we got it, it's totally pronounced the <laughs> <laughs> exactly y'all can't do southern mush mouth to save your life the loop garou loop <laughs> Just like look, 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 nah, look, look here, look here. Ru, go, ru, 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 I have a joke for y'all. Hold on, hold on. Oh, dad joke. I just wrote a song about tortilla. Well, it's more of a rap, really. Oh, dad joke for the win. I love it. If I'm more of a rat, <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. She cracks herself up. I love it. I love it when she cracks herself up with her dad jokes. 
I done tells you I seen that Rougarou out there in the bayous. You tried. You're getting there. You're getting there. Not quite, See, but I almost. I don't even try. I don't even try. Don't don't give up. Don't give up. I believe in you, Dylan. Don't give up. <laughs> <laughs> As I was saying, <laughs> thank you all so much for joining us tonight on our talk about the Rougarou or the Lugarou, depending on where you're from and how you pronounce it. And uh, if you're Southern, it's the Lugarou. If you're Cajun, I can't pronounce it as Cajun because I'm not a Cajun. But ask a Cajun, and they will love to tell you about it because it's amazing and wonderful. And I love sitting and talking to any Cajuns that I come across because they are amazing. And they have their own language and their own heritage and their own culture. And I highly suggest you guys go out there and you learn because it's a big, wide world out there. Thanks for joining us in the Paranatural Cryptid Preservation Society tonight. And if you see and look above our heads, there is this nice little link right here. It has all the links to all the things. We got a Twit, and we got a Tic Tacs, and we got a Discord, and a Facebooks, and a Bookface, and all sorts of other awesome goodness. And, and, and because we're just obviously don't have enough on our plates like Spotify and iHeartRadio, shameless plug. Um, we're also going to be doing Twitch because we've been playing a lot of creepy, spooky games on stream, like Bigfoot Hunter, Inside the Back Rooms, and uh, Phasmophobia. So that's been so much fun live streaming that on our Discord. And if you're not a part of our Discord, you're missing out. Become a you part of join our anytime. Right up there on the link. Right there above our heads. Anyways, join us this Friday because we're going to be having our, parana- our paranormal umbrella. I swear I can talk. I can. I can do it. <laughs> it's there. I'm not going to tell you what our, our subject's about because it's pretty spoopy. It's really, this one gives me the creeps. And that's saying something because I don't normally get the creeps very easily. And this one creeps me out. So you're going to have to join us on Friday night to find out what we're talking about and to see how spoopy crazy it is. Until then, it is going to be good. Until then, check under your bed, grab the salt, draw your circles, make sure you got your your snuggle buddies, and have a good night, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Have Have a good good night, night, everyone. Take care. Thank you.